Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. John Brooks. It's not John Brooks. It's not John Brooks because John Brooks is not part of the U.S. roster once again because what is painfully clear, which we had a tweet from, I think, Tom Boger or one of those guys, maybe not Tom Boger, is that there is a personal issue between Greg Berhalter and John Brooks and other news. The Sometimes it rains. <laughs> you know what I mean. I think it's crystal clear that there's some sort of breakdown. What's the what's the what's the issue? Do you know? No, no, no. The, the tweet. Well, I do not know. The tweet was. It was very, very, very generic. It was like sources tell me there was an issue between Greg Berhalter and John Brooks about the environment of the locker room or something. Like that. that was the tweet, and I'm just like, okay. Hey, <laughs> John Brooks is a dick, whatever. Uh, you know, and then me being a little German American dude, I'm like, I think John Brooks was too German for the for the team. And for John Greg Brooks is too to German for the team. Well, that's if, if what Greg, they would say. That's what they said under Klinsman, right? That they were yeah. like, like, but, uh, but I was thinking clicks. about this. Klinsman is like the anti German because, like, Klinsman left Germany as a young kid he went to california klinsman's he's california klinsy he's a very go with the flow type of dude as much as a german dude can be and that's just not the german mentality that's why he left germany a long time ago but but for like someone like john brooks who is german you know he's american passport but he's from berlin uh he's a german dude germans have a thing where they just say whatever is on their mind regardless of emotion or regardless of how it'll affect someone's bruised feelings they just don't care and if Greg Berhalter mm -hmm. is trying to create this positive, you know, it, it's the opposite of the American sports mentality, the Rudy, you know, the American sports mentality is, is like, you know, any given Sunday, let's punch above our weight. Let's do it, gang. You know, and I think I think he's creating a very positive sort of locker room atmosphere. That's what that's like. And someone like John Brooks, it's probably like, just he can't fit in. It's like, I'm not in what I'm not into this. He's like, but that, that, that doesn't add up. I'm not as fast, you know, if it doesn't <laughs> add up, you can't assume that you can do better today because any given Sunday, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it's like me a, wrong, you know, that's what I'm thinking. I guess that's, I guess there's something to that. I was saying, I was talking to somebody, uh, cause you know, I moved to a new neighborhood. So I, I, I meet new people and, uh, and somebody was saying how, you know, like, oh, I'm from Germany. And I said, uh, And I said, you know, nice to meet you. And he said, well, what they they don't say that in Germany, right? And I was like, no, they don't say nice to meet you in no. German. He was like, why not? And I thought about it, and I was like, well, the German attitude is like, <laughs> I don't know. Is it nice? Is it yeah. nice to meet you? I don't know yet. I can't we, say. 
There's I can't no say yet. Yeah, I can't. I don't know yeah. yet if it's There's nice no to you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you yeah. later. Yeah. So yeah, there is the, a the, the, the common German thing is to say good morning or have a good day, as in I hope your day is good. Because there's no lies about that. We hope that it's good. You guten right. Tag or Tag or up north, up very north. My family's from was just there. You say Moin, 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 and that's short right. for Morgen, Guten Morgen. It just means good morning. Because mm-hmm. there's no lies about that. It's like sure. there's no yeah. It is a morning. Yeah. More it, morning no. is happening. Yeah, this cannot be cannot be denied. Yeah, no, Pete Germans, especially when like strangers say hello on the street in America, or the bus driver says how are you doing, and the Germans are like. He doesn't care how I'm doing. Why is he asking? <laughs> but, uh, right. Uh, right. Um, but you know, in Germany, the bus driver would not ever talk to you. It. So uh, is that better? Unless, I don't know. <laughs> unless it's to answer a question. Like, I, I went on a German bus. This is the last time I was there. And as an American, all, all I, all, so all I had was a $100 bill on me, right? Now, in the United States, you're not allowed to walk onto bus hand the guy in a hundred dollar bill and then he gives you 98 bucks back you know what i mean like he, that's they, they, they can't make change it's not a right 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 so i step on a bus in germany and i'm like okay, oh i had a 50 so they had and i'm like can you break a 50 he's like also a hundreds like it's a stupid question like who cares <laughs> of course i gave him right. a 50 he gave me 48 bucks back and change no problemo and then that was the end of it because in germany they have changed. There's no national coin shortage in Germany like there is here in the United States. But 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 what I'm saying is like it's just a professional. It's not like hi, how you doing? Sure, I can help you. There, there's none of that crap. It's uh, very and, direct. And that, that whole how you doing, the whole how you doing is a perfect like micro boil into the difference of cultures. Because the United States, everything is about people wishing everyone else an emotional well being, and, and 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 offering some sort of false promise to reinforce that. It's like it's uh, nice to meet you. But you're that's saying a, that's a well done. You're doing great. But we don't. That's a lie. We don't know. But we have to say that. Or in Germany, they don't have to offer that lie at all. They don't know. But it's not is. a lie. I mean, at the time, you you mean it. It's nice to meet you. Do you? What do you mean? Who do you? Yeah. Meet? They say nice to. Meet I you. appreciate. Stranger? This is my this is my counterpoint as an immigrant to this country. I appreciate the formality of people introducing other people to you which is not a thing in germany you can hang out with somebody uh, uh, for for days sometimes before you actually uh, you know somebody tells you what their name is and here it's like if there is somebody you know you there's somebody you don't know you're going to be like oh this is this is this person's name this is this person's name this is this person's name nice to meet you this is like i've had that experience at punk rock shows backstage at cbgb's with a bunch of drunk people who were like but still you know that's still something we do we introduce everybody and and i appreciate that i think that is a i think that is a nice thing and at that point i don't lie i don't it's not a lie i mean it i think it is nice so nice to meet you nice to be introduced to you yeah i i uh, I agree i i yeah i I don't i don't think it's a lie i appreciate i appreciate it too um, it's funny you mentioned that because I think that I do that a lot. And then some guy recently called me out on it. He's like, oh, you with the introduction game. Like it always, it's always awkward to me when like people don't know each other. Like you should introduce right away. Hi, hi, Bill. This is Stacy from things. Stacy, Bill, you know, like, because I've been on the other side of that situation so many times or just stand there awkwardly for five minutes with, with like my and friend. Right, 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 right. 
And then, and then after an awkward silence, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, this is Stefan. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, get that done right away, man. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. It's funny you bring that up because I agree with that, too. I don't disagree with that. And I feel that I do that a lot, maybe out of my social anxiety or whatever. I feel mm. people don't do that enough here. I didn't know that in Europe that wasn't even a thing. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't say that. Like in Germany, I think this is not a thing. This is op completely optional. Yeah. And uh, uh, sometimes people do it and sometimes they don't. And there isn't that same kind of formality about it where you have this like, you know, it's like a three beat thing. Oh, your right. name, my name. Nice to meet you. Nice to right. meet you, too. And uh, that is that doesn't exist. Um, that does make sense, because you know what? Last time I was in Germany again a week ago, I had I had four <laughs> weird I had four weird like moments throughout the week I was there. And I remember Germans being rude and weird sometimes and blah, blah, blah. But it really hit me this past time. It really hit me. And I came to the conclusion that in Germany, people have to fight for their own real estate more and they have to be their own advocate more than they do here in the United States. Well, I I think of it as what um, I mean by that. Oh, no, sorry. What I mean by that is like what I mean by that for for maybe listeners are like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like it's like people could just yell at like like some old ladies yelled at me on the train for no reason. Didn't know who I was, didn't care. She's like, watch where you're going, you know, uh, and like it, it meant nothing to her. Uh, and like in the States, it happens too, especially a place like New York. But like what I'm saying is or, or like some other guy yelled at me because I took a photo. He didn't like the, I was taking the photo in his direction and blah, 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 blah. Because in America, we never do something like that. And, and like, they don't care. They don't say sorry please and like that they're like you what are you doing blah, blah, blah. they're just fighting for themselves they have to be their own advocate in exactly how they feel and that's mm. really all that matters and your job as a german back is to do exactly the same thing and you're supposed to fight for your you're supposed to be your own advocate you're supposed to fight for yourself and what you want and you're supposed to fight for the territory you're in so the fact that someone doesn't introduce you for you kind of fits into that narrative mm. it's like your job is to introduce yourself and your job is to sort of get to know who you want to get to know that you know what i mean like, like so yeah your job is to be you and your, yourself and take care of yourself. yeah i i uh i always think of it as uh um sort of being more of an insider society like if you're in right. you want to you're in and you want to protect your inness against other people you're not necessarily going to share you're not like necessarily inviting you're a little bit worried about people who are like like for me like my example is when i was this is a long time ago, but uh, um, when I was first starting in the TV industry and my, my brother in 19, oh, I guess I can say it. It's nine, it was 1996. My brother in 1996 was on the German field hockey team. <clears throat> and at the 96 uh, Olympics? At the 96 Olympics, which were in Atlanta, oh, wow. Georgia. And I was yeah. relatively new in New York at the time and had just kind of gotten my footing in the uh, uh, TV industry and was starting to be a freelance editor. And so at the time I was really kind of, you know, a lot of reaching out to people uh, here in New York, like, you know, you're looking for help, looking for job referrals and people were always great. Like it was just an incredible, you know, people were always supportive and even if they had nothing to offer, they were always nice. And it was just a, a very sort of collegial atmosphere even though i was like a total newbie and didn't have a lot of experience anyway so then i thought oh georgia i want to go to these olympics so what can i do and so i thought oh i could call the german tv call german tv and right. see if they need help if i can 
be an intern or like an assistant or something, you know, like some, I was trying to make my way to Atlanta and hopefully like, you know, in some way. And so I called permits, right. Or whatever at the time I had. Yes, I did. I did have, I did have papers. I speak German. I speak English. I I had some, Uh, I had some, uh, you know, some experience in post-production and so I called, you know, and I was already on a roll in terms of like calling people a lot, like cold calling people I didn't know and trying like reaching out. So I called to, uh, I called the two German TV stations and it was like. And in Germany, for those who don't know, it's called the first TV station, ARD, that's ESTA. And then yeah, the second. And the second. Well, they were, yeah, those two were, were going to be. At the time, they they were uh, the broadcaster. So I called both of them, and in in both cases, it was like, yeah. it wasn't even that they were um, hostile, or it was right. just total confusion as to <laughs> why, like I was, yeah. like as to what I the the idea the idea know. of like the, you're just calling you're idea. just calling yeah. us. Because you want a job and you you think that's gonna work and it was like just total incredulity like what do you know anybody do you know anybody here no don't know anybody here just calling the it's like uh, no that's that is just not I don't think they even 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 ever said no it was just right. sort of like they were a bunch of confused questions and then just kind of this yeah. sort of whimper you, of a of a hang up because it was you like should have it, known, you should have known no. Yeah, you should have known. No. Yeah, it's like this is how things are done. This is how things are done. (laughs) We that are in, you know, if you want to get in, barrier of entry is very high. Certainly, you don't just call and we say, "Oh, please." (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so I think that is a cultural difference. There's like an insiderness too. So people don't share. This is, you know, people don't share information that readily. Like when I came to New York, it was so I was so excited to see all these books, like the complete idiot's guide to this or something right. for dummies or whatever. I was like, oh my god, there's right, a right. whole there's a whole industry of explaining things in Germany. That is <laughs> that is not a there's that is not a thing. You know, you're just you're just supposed mm-hmm. to know stuff already. Well, and, also at uh, American yeah, schools, anyway. like like I was talking to a German friend of mine last week. And she's just talking about how cool the concept is. You can study whatever you want in any school here in the United States. There's like, mm. let's say, say if you want to be an actor, there's like hundreds of hundreds of choices to go. Sc- like you can learn. Education oh, yeah, is available yeah, yeah. That to is whoever not wants a, That is not a thing. Right. Where in Germany, there's like three acting schools and they all are very exclusive. Yeah, they only take like 10 people a year. Pull yeah. from the high school. Right. And it's just like in Germany, it's like only the best, the best. Like we don't, it's not for the people like this education, which is why a lot of Germans move to the United States and study, you know, Uh, and and it's just so funny. It's just interesting. It's an interesting concept. And here in the United States, like it's 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 do you got skills? So like if you can make it like especially in in our industry, they'll give you one shot. At least you get one shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, people were. I mean, people were extremely. Yeah. Yeah. People were extremely. Uh, yeah, people were extremely welcoming, and uh, yeah, there was lots of opportunity. Yeah, I also yeah, I worked super hard. I really you know did a lot of, uh, but there was a lot of help too. It wasn't yeah sure. anyway, and uh, yeah, and in Germany it's more like yeah, you get in and or you don't. And if the people who are in, the people who are in, look over their shoulder a little bit and are like, yeah, I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to, 
I'm going to try and close the door behind <laughs> me. I'm not. I'm not looking to to uh, uh, ease the way for for people after me. Well, Germany is a land of apprenticeships too. And how do you know you want to be an apprentice? Because your dad or your uncle works in that same field. Right. Yeah. And then he hook, then he hooks you up with an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. That's sort of how that works. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, but then the apprenticeship is like also very structured. It's like three years. You go to school at the same time. Like it's like a right. huge commitment. It's not like. Oh, hey, we'll show you how to. Yeah, you you gotta you yeah. gotta like pay your dues in a big way. We are and yeah, and, and it's all about and it's all yeah. about connections. As my mother, my mother always used to say, uh, connections only hurt those who don't have them. <laughs> I love that phrase. It's a great phrase. Uh, but anyway, here the Schutzbus, we're sneaking, we are seeking apprentices to help us show our time. It's a four-year, it's a four-year program. It's a four-year program. It's a lot of hours, it's like hundred it hours a week. It is paid, of course. Pay. It's not like we it's would paid. not, we would not, we would yeah. not let you work for free. It's 125 yeah. euros a month. A month. That's right. Full-time, uh, uh, full-time full job, full-time job. And room and board, of course, does mean Chipotle coupons, as you know, because that's essentially room and board, because you can stay at the Chipotle. That's right, so yeah. Not a big deal. But anyway, we are seeking an, about, I think we want a team of about 50 apprentices here uh, <laughs> to sort of get, to get the Schnitzel Boys Incorporated running. And get the yeah, machine, get us, wheel, get the give us rolling. a little boost. We need, we need help with our TikTok account that'll happen at some point. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah, maybe well. um, if you if you play your cards right and you do a good job after five six years you uh, seven seven years you yeah. uh, um, we will uh, know your name yeah we'll know your name maybe give you five minutes on the pod uh, uh, what after five years are you kidding yeah yeah a year a minute a year a minute so uh, I guess that I guess that I guess we'll know we have to consult about that with everybody but anyway I can talk that all day. The other thing I have other stuff to talk like <laughs> the, the other ugh, there's so much other stuff but I'll bring it up later so much other German stuff but I'll bring it up later this is, this is, <laughs> as German as this podcast is it's also about soccer and the soccer, soccer the Fußball the, the but Fußball. we have extra we have a little extra time because the Bundesliga is done that's right and we got and uh, we have uh, most German stuff is pretty much done other than maybe a couple contract things. There's right. uh, yeah the 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 silly the so-called silly season silly is already season. in full effect. That's why I'm uh, you haven't has you haven't asked me where where I am. I'm say. coming well, to first, you. Uh, I'm fly from first things first. How yes. do you say silly season in German? Saison de. I don't think I don't think that was a thing. You know when I was. Well, let's make it up right now. How, what, what would the German silly season? Die verrückte Zeit. Yeah, that makes sense. Which means the crazy time. Crazy right. time. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Uh, uh, I don't think they. Stupid summer. <laughs> Stupid summer. Stupid summer. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they call it. Anyway, what, what, what do they call it in Poland? Because I believe you're in Poland right now. You're in I'm the in Poland. Of country, I'm Poland. in Poland outside of Robert Lewandowski's house. And Leva. I'm trying to. I'm Bobby trying to Leva. find. Out, I'm trying to find out what is happening. With Bobby Lewandowski? <clears throat> yeah. Bobby Lewandowski. Oh. I could have probably... Oh, excuse me. I had the COVID. Drink your electrolytes. How's your how's your electrolyte drink? What do you got there? This is... Oh. Um, is that Spendthrift? This no, is the my... other thing was a Spendthrift, right? A Spindrift, yeah. Spindrift. See, I know my seltzer. That's yeah, very good. I get, I get really... At this point in my life, I get way too excited about seltzer. I was um, oh, I love seltzer. I have a. I was invited. 
I was invited to a party over the weekend and I asked, um, uh, I asked uh, my friend, what should I bring? And he said, oh, we're pretty set. We got the food, we got some beers, we got tequila, we got the spin drift. And I was like, oh my God, you got the spin drift? That's amazing. <laughs> Grapefruit? I get very excited about the spin drift. Anyway, I could have probably saved myself the trip to Poland because just today, as I was on the plane to Poland, uh, Robert Lewandowski... Premium, premium economy, right? Robert, <laughs> Robert Lewandowski released a statement saying that his time at FC Bayern is coming to an end. That is great. That's been speculated for a while, but I guess it's official. Uh, well, it's not, a, it's not City, official. It's not, oh. a, it's, not a, it's not official because... He has uh, a, he's under contract. He's got one more year on his contract, and Bayern, the Bayern brass, has said that they will not let him go. Well, well that's just you tactics, know, I think. I think that's it probably inviting, is tactics. Just inviting. But, um, that's inviting um, Chelsea. That's inviting Chelsea to come in with an offer. No, Barcelona is where he wants to go. Barcelona. Uh, they, um, uh, from what I've heard, they have uh, they've come to terms on a three year deal. He's thirty three. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, he's thirty three yeah. years old, and Bayern are not. Uh, I mean, compared to the Premier League clubs, and Bayern are not that are, are big spenders by Bundesliga. Right. Uh, uh, um, compared to Bundesliga clubs, but compared to the biggest teams in the world, they are uh, relatively frugal, and they are yeah. not—they are not in the habit of overpaying for uh, the twilight years of someone's career. So I think that's why these 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 um, negotiations have been going a little uh, uh, a little slowly, or they haven't come to an agreement. And I think Lewandowski is now done. He who doesn't want to deal with it anymore. He said too much has happened. And this is it, and the time yeah. time is time is time is done. And now I guess it's just it's now up to Bayern to accept. Uh, I think Barcelona. I, I read the numbers. Me, I read is Barcelona is offering right. thirty million. Bayern wants at least forty. Yeah, see, so, so I was going to say that's how this. Let me give you a little lesson, Bjorn. I have a lot of experience in transfers. I've been there. I've done. Oh, it. you've been transferred. No, well, I have been transferred from one department to the other due to uh, poor performance. But uh, what I'm saying in the world of football, uh, the world of soccer, football. Okay, enlighten me. I have enlighten of, me. I have, I have years and years of experience through this. Yeah, program. I mean, next time maybe you can enlighten me before I get on a plane and fly to Poland. I didn't know. To... I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were flying. You didn't call me until you're in Poland. That's true. That's, that's true. That's why this connection is crystal clear because that great. Polish Wi-Fi in the farm country. We've all heard so much about. Uh, anyway, I have. Oh a yeah. Lot of oh no. No. Uh, Robert has a. He's got a satellite connection. Oh, the yeah, only. Right. I haven't. I haven't seen him, but I did get to talk to his. Uh, the maintenance guy gave me the password. He was. Oh, very, to, to he was satellite very kind. internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, also. He he also went to school in Bochum, so we had a connection. Oh no way! Oh yeah, no, no wonder he couldn't. No wonder he only could get a job in Poland then. Anyway, yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't let me into the house. Though no, I mean, that's uh, yeah. Anyway, in fact, when you, in fact, when you asked, he's like, "Why would you even ask that question?" Yeah, exactly. The, the, what the audaciousness to understand that you can't come in. And we asked it. Bobby Lewandowski has to get a satellite because he has to watch the Germinator every week. He's got to get a satellite in there every year. But anyway, I have used. Oh, the Germinator! Experience. I forgot about the Germinator. I have not Never checked it out yet. 
I I'm sorry. Enlighten yeah. me about how transfers work. Oh, frequently transferred one. I, yeah, because of my years of experience, there's a nonprofit program called the Football Manager. It's this, it's this program that comes out every year. It's for like people like me to come on and buy and sell players. It's like an educational thing. It's also a video game, but whatever. Oh, you're uh, you play you play football manager? I didn't know that. I, I did. I used to play. I used to play championship manager back in the day, and then mm-hmm. when they turned it to football manager, I played that. And for one year in the United States, they released it as worldwide soccer manager. I had that one Ooh. too. So yeah, I'm a big old pro. So so if if FC Bayern. Want fifty million euro for Robert Lewandowski, and Barcelona comes out with thirty million dollar offer. This is the next step. <clears throat> they go to kicker, they go to the press, and be like, "We are not selling Robert Lewandowski. He still has one more year on his contract. There's absolutely no way he's leaving. We'd sell our grandmother's souls uh, if he ever left. We guarantee you he's staying." And that's just tactics to get another. 20 million euro out of the offer. Anyway, so that is just, that's sort of just a little transfer 101. So I'm pretty certain that Lewandowski's going to make his way to Barcelona. I guess Barcelona does have 40 million euros. It's cur- I'm curious what their financial situation is like. Seemed relatively dire. Uh, it's, um, this is, this is, uh, I don't understand this either. There is uh, constantly you hear about Barcelona being in shambles. They can't register new players, everything. And then, but then they're still, Kind yeah, of so, uh, a lot of yeah, they're trying to re-sign Dembele. They're topic. trying to get Lewandowski. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, you know, more power to them. They, you know, who God knows how those clubs are run. They're, they're probably probably funded by government slush funds. I mean, who knows? They got money somewhere. Who knows how that stuff happens? Hmm. Uh, if if any clubs in the world have like secret super money, it's Real Madrid and Barcelona because they just have. There's some. They're just. They're just these institutions that are so ingrained in their areas and in their governments. Like, like a club like Bayern mentioned, the government doesn't do much for them. Maybe <clears throat> gives them free land for a stadium or something. That's about it. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. And same in England. It's it's entirely private enterprises. So, um, but anyway, I, I wish him the best. I, I do believe it's time for Robert Lewandowski to go. David Alaba left. You believe? Wait, years. wait, wait. You believe it's time for him to go? Well, I know, well, I mean, what else are you supposed to do with Bayern? He's won everything there. He's been there forever. He's 33. I want to see some new blood. And the sad reality of Bundesliga is now they don't have Erling Holland or Robert Lewandowski anymore. It's actually going to be more of a free-for-all for some of the other clubs. It's going to be better to make the Bundesliga a little bit more competitive. As sad as that is, because, again, when I was there, the, the one common thread everyone brought up is like, yeah, well, Lewandowski's probably leaving this summer, so Bayern won't be as much of a juggernaut as usual. And it's like, that's bad mentality. You know, you had 10 years to be as good and you failed. And now you're crossing your fingers hoping that the juggernaut just gets worse. And that's your hope. And that's what's happening. And there you go. So so good on you. Good on you. Uh, anyway, uh, so um, David Alaba left Bayern Munich and went to Real Madrid. And, and, and how has David Alaba's tenure at Real Madrid been so far? You're asking me? I think he has, well... I'm segueing into the biggest game of the world over the weekend. The Champions League final, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, it's going very well. He's won right. the Champions League. He the league. won. He won the league, and right. I mean, I don't. I think he personally uh, has struggled a little bit. I think the the center back pairing with him. I don't think center back is his best position. I think he. No, he's a left is better player. is better he's on a, a on the on the wing or in the defensive midfield or or yeah so uh i think he's 
he struggled a little bit. I mean, the the, the Madrid defense was under a lot of pressure this whole, uh, you know, this whole Champions League season. But somehow they have found they found a way. Yeah. Great goalkeeping, great save from Shane Courtois. Oof, and, Courtois and Real Madrid, yeah. I think, had two shots on target, one of them being the goal, and Liverpool had like twenty. And they just could not get it going. Yeah, I mean, this was one of this was one of those things you have to say. I mean, yeah, Courtois deserves credit. Really one of the great individual performances in right. Champions League history. Like he was, yeah, he was incredible. And uh um yeah, and carry Real- eat your heart out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last time they played, uh, yeah, Allison. Allison had a little. He had a little yeah. trouble. I mean, he couldn't do anything about the goal, but he had yeah. a couple of. He had a couple of sort of iffy moments, and um, uh, it was yeah, Jürgen it was Klopp a- versus Tony Kroos. Tony Kroos getting another Champions League title. The the understated German who's crushing it in Spain. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk let's talk about Tony Kroos for a little let's bit. Let's talk about Tony Kroos. Uh, we bring up the Champions League final, and that's the German connection. No Americans this year, not like last year with two Americans involved with Christian Pulisic and Zach Seven. But this year, a couple of Germans involved. We had um, Jorgen Klopp, Liverpool's amazing manager, who won Manager of the Year again this year. And despite getting a billion points, getting to a final, they unfortunately evaded the two big titles this year. Uh, and then um, we had Toni Kroos on Real Madrid. I believe he's the only German in Real Madrid, right? Like yeah. Alaba, the Austrian. Uh, they've had more Germans in the past, but I think Tony Kroos, their key talisman in the midfield, uh, who's there when they're winning and they're winning. Todd, let's talk about Tony Kroos, Bjorn. Do you have something you'd like to share? Well, I first, you know, I, you kind of forget about him, you know, like. Uh, right. Um, but he has to, like, I don't think of him as one of the all-time great German players, but maybe we should at this point. He has. Well, the, the, the 2018 World Cup had a lot of negatives. The one positive thing was Tony Kroos' last-minute winner against Sweden. Yeah, that was incredible. But the flip side of that, you would say, is that, you know, this was, at that point, it was clearly his team. Like, he was he was the leader, and he, you know, like... Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, and Yogi Love basically gave him the, the, the keys to the car and was like, this is... Work. And it didn't, and yeah. it didn't work. Now, that's a bigger issue. Obviously, that, yes. It's just not. I don't want to pin this all on 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 Tony Kroos, but he has he uh, to me. He always seemed he had always a little bit had that reputation of a little bit of a fair weather, fair weather player, and and uh, Bayern didn't want to keep him, let him go relatively. Uh, is he the easily. German? Is he- is he the German Paul Pogba? <laughs> Dude, he is talented. Well, um, like he doesn't, he doesn't make. Like Paul Pogba doesn't make bad teams good, but he makes good teams great. That's sort of his like big criticism, kind of. Maybe. Is Tony Kroos like that? He can make a good team great, but he can't necessarily make a bad team good. Yeah, perhaps. And uh, um, well, anyway, I think I think this I think there is uh, uh, yeah I, he deserves more respect maybe than I've been giving him. I'm I'm um, like he was the best midfielder in that game. I would say. Yeah, I thought. And. If you had told me that before the game, you're like, "Oh, Madrid is going to win, and Tony Kroos is going to be the best midfield." I was like, "I would have been like, that's hard to believe." But I think, yeah. I mean, also the the, I mean, the Liverpool midfield is is sort of mediocre by design, right? They're just the midfielders are just there to mop up the the. It all happens happens on the wings, and 
yeah, yeah. In fairness, I mean, I'm not saying. Yeah, obviously, these are all these are all, these are all good players, but they're, they're not, not. It's not a mediocre. But it's not their. It's not yeah. their. Uh, uh, um, it doesn't play through the midfield. Yeah, they have a lot more defensive right. duties. And then when they when they I mean then they brought in Navi Keita and then the, the the wheels came off there. But um yeah, I was very impressed with Tony, I have to say, in this game. And uh um and it was a little bit of an old-fashioned performance, I thought, by Real Madrid. They're not particularly good at pressing. They're not particularly uh um, you know, like these the modern the, the things that you're supposed to be good at at the modern game, you know, the the the, the attackers are supposed to press and and right. uh, and win the ball back, and and Kareem Benzema does not care about that, and and the midfield, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, um, yeah, the passing, the, the 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 defenders are not great passers. Like Madrid is sort of an old-fashioned team, and on some level, it was kind of kind of nice to see that to see these players uh the these kind of these kind of old school players being good at old school things you know con- like being a, good... on a classic counterattack. Right, yeah right and past, uh, right? uh vinicius they got the goal on a really classic <clears throat> counterattack against and Liverpool, then, which is a high pressing side so right exactly supposed to get and then kind of kind of saw the game out you know with and and some great pad, you know. Kroos just assaults, just a, such a solid passer, and uh, this is like all the all the uh, Tony Kroos always the answer when when people are like, you know, the Keaton Parks debate. Should Keaton Parks be in the <laughs> national Tony team? Close the Keaton Parks. Well, I think I think I think Keaton Parks. Keaton Keaton Parks could be the Tony Kroos of. Uh, I think you're overestimating of the, of the U.S. Parks, men's national team. Well, I mean, he is. He's not. He's not as good, but he has those. The I point. Think it's more of a Luka, the point that I'm. The point that I'm making. Yeah. The point that I'm making is that people say, "Oh, Keaton Parks only good at one thing. He he's just a good passer and a good connector, but he doesn't do anything else." And it's like. That's no small thing, you know. Like if you, right. if you, uh, <laughs> that's the point of a central midfield. It's not a small thing if you're picks. very, yeah. very, if you're very, very good at that. You don't really need to be <laughs> good at much else. And I think Shoni Kroos is is my example of that. Not to say that, right. you know, they're 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 on the same level in in, in any kind of way, but but right. uh, just to say, like, also Tony Kroos, kind of going back to twenty eighteen, just in general. It's not as bad as it used to be, but Germany had this thing a long time ago where if you leave Germany, you are like persona non grata. And and there was a, a lot of players, but I think the most famous case was Gunter Netza when he went to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He was just was off the German national team where he sat on the bench. He just because so, he's a he's a Gladbach legend from back in the day, and like he was a key player and he was an amazing player and he was great with his feet and he was just this great 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 player. And then he went to Real Madrid for more money and and what prestige even though maybe at the time germans didn't understand the kind of prestige get you get from playing outside of germany at the time and he was just like shunned and and, and 2018 had sort of that issue with tony Kroos and um uh, uh what's his face uh kadira sammy kadira and mazar ozil the bling bling boys or whatever they were called remember and essentially they were like the batch of non-bayern german players who were very good at big clubs outside of germany you know, they were they were from Borussia Dortmund, or they were from they were from England, or they're from Spain, or they're from Italy. They were like the good journeyman players that were not in Germany, and and Germany has this history where they're very proud of their national team players 
that play for like Bayern Munich, like the in club. So we're talking about the German culture of in and out, being in and out. Right. And, and the in club is the Schweinsteiger, is the Manuel Neuer. That's the in club, you know. That's the are you good at Bayern? And then Tony Kroos is like the president of the out club. He's like, screw that. I'm over at Real Madrid doing my. Well, thing. Bayern really let him go without a fight. I mean, that's uh, and then he was right. like, all right, I'll go to Madrid and and. Uh, um, yeah, but I, I'm wondering I maybe he suffers that culture, like he said, like Tony Kroos. I was in Germany. Uh, uh, there is a commercial with a bunch of Bayern players. I think a Nivea commercial or some crap. But there's no Tony Kroos commercial, you know. Uh, yeah. So he might. There might still be a little bit of that. That sort of like um, small town mentality of like, if you leave the country, like you're we, we don't. We're not super. Like Ilkay Gundogan is probably the best German player playing today. Maybe, right? You could maybe make that argument. Uh, like um, no one really talks about him in Germany because he plays in England. And, and uh, he's just not part of the national discourse. Well, and he also has been, um, uh, he's been behind Tony Kroos. I think that when they both, I mean, that didn't work at all in the, in, in, in 2018, uh, 2018, 2020, when they played the double, you know, they're kind of very double similar double. players. So, um, yeah. Anyway, speaking of Tony Kroos, right. not getting any respect, right. there was a little incident after the, after the uh, after the Champions League game, the ZDF reporter, the German German TV, uh, the TV channel that loved you calling them asking about Atlanta '96, right? <laughs> they were all about it. That same TV. TV the government, the government, government television channel interviewed Tony Kroos <laughs> after the game in German, and uh, I didn't. I tried to find the whole thing. I could not. ZDF doesn't. Uh, I couldn't get the whole clip, so I just have this. Snippet that's on Twitter, but here that's but here we go. I'll have it. Cool. Hold on, where is it? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Was überraschend für Sie, dass Real Madrid doch ganz schön in Bedrängnis geraten ist. So the the reporter asked, was it surprising to you that Real Madrid was under so much pressure the entire game? And also du hattest 90 Minuten Zeit, dir vernünftige Fragen zu, an, äh, zu überlegen, ehrlich. Und dann stellst du mir zwei so scheiß Fragen. Ich finde die gar nicht. Und Tony Kroos ist, you had 90 minutes to think of some good questions to ask me. So you asked me these two shit questions. I love it. Ich finde das gar nicht so schlimm, weil es so beeindruckend ist. dass du gegen Liverpool in Bedrängnis manchmal gerätst. Was hat das? And the uh, the reporter then is kind of stuttering, doesn't quite know yeah. what to say. And Tony Kroos yeah. as well. It's not surprising that you're under pressure against Liverpool. It's the Champions League final. We're not in the. We're not in the Gruppenspiel irgendwo. We're playing the Champions League finale. We're not in. We're not in the group stage somewhere. This is the Champions League final. Of course, we're going to be under pressure sometimes. That is really not a great. Uh, it's not a great question. But this is so so deutlich for das Real Madrid. And so the and reporters, and the, and the, and the reporters defending him. He's like he's he's sticking to his guns. Reporters doubling down. He's like, well, yeah. but this was so. It was so uh, uh, obvious. It was so uh, it's it's so egregious. How they play. It was so egregious <laughs> that you were so, under so much pressure. The K.O. phase, schon paar mal sozusagen so gut wie weg. Jetzt ist er weg. Now he's gone. He's gone for the time. And he goes, oh. gun. Ganz schlimm, ganz schlimm, which means uh, terrible. Really bad. He's like, yeah, that's really terrible. I love um, they had to walk right in front of him again. He went, he went to the press agent and be like, find me a new reporter. And then she had to walk I'm in done, front of I'm him. Done with, I'm else. done with this guy. I also heard he said, 
and this is why I thought this was interesting for us. Um, I uh, I also boys. in a in a in another part of the interview apparently he said he apparently said to the guy that well it's obvious easy to tell that you're from Germany because <laughs> coming at me <laughs> with this like you know this kind of a negative question. And right. uh, I guess this speaks to what we were talking about before. The like, the this like sort of keeping it real attitude, where it's like he just won. Yeah, he just yeah. won the he just won the 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 Champions League for the fifth time. It's yeah. it's really it's, it's an incredible accomplishment. Of, of I, yeah, it's a huge American, success. And the German guy maybe, gets up to him and is like, yeah. "Hey, did you imagine it was going to be it was going to be this difficult?" <laughs> right, where, where ABC Sports would be like. Where are you going? And he's going Disneyland. Like that's the end. That's like an right. ABC Sports question. But this is ZDF German question. It's a, are you surprised they gave you so much pressure? To, but in his defense, it is a really stupid question. I it mean, really, Liverpool yeah. is a high pressing team. It's a final. Why would someone like Tony Kroos be surprised that they're coming out with their main game plan? Like Jurgen Klopp does not keep his strategy a secret. Like it's very much we get what's about to happen. You know. So I just love and I, but the know, undertone yeah, the undertone I think and that's also what he's reacting to the undertone of it is like right. well you got a little lucky right you right, won right, this right, right. you won this thing but a, you were a little I mean you were like kinda, you weren't supposed to win Liverpool you were sort of outplayed and you didn't yeah. really deserve it and Tony yeah, Cole's yeah. is like I'm not dealing with you yeah yeah <laughs> we just won we're doing great we're Real Madrid we always win it's never a surprise when we win a Champions League it should never be uh yeah and then literally he probably went to a cbs sports reporter right after that and the cbs sports reporter's like where are you going to disneyland <laughs> and uh yeah and so tony Kroos, i guess is happy is happy in madrid and uh that's right not to be a and good for that's him good for him so yeah, this yeah. was this was my uh tony Kroos <laughs> appreciation appreciation speech good for him congratulations incredible accomplishment and really one of the great players, great German players of his generation. Has How many said. has any German won more Champions Leagues than him? I mean, probably not. Uh, no, not Champions Leagues. I don't know yeah. if you know. I mean, like I said, he's back. won five. No. I mean, how many players have you won five Champions Leagues? You know what I mean? Much less German players. And uh, he's so a and he won. Him. I mean, he did win the World Cup in 2014. I mean, it's not like uh, right. it's yeah, it's not like he's never done anything. He's got titles. He's got titles. We love you, Tony Kroos. We're just supposed to be Tony Kroos fans. Thumbs Come up. Come on and talk. All right, cool. <laughs> I guess there is one other quick Europe Europe journey we should take. The, the only reason I bring this up because the Yank abroad, but Ethan Horvath's transformation. <laughs> Ethan Horvath's transformation to the Premier League is complete. Yeah. His bench. His bench has been upgraded from a championship bench to a prem bench. He's now sitting on the bench in the top flight, baby, as Nottingham Forest beat. But he got to play a couple of minutes. Did you see that? He got to yeah, he came he off the bench. He got to play. He came off the bench. Yeah. Got a few and, minutes uh, uh, on the Reddit. Um, on the Reddit, they were calling him man of the match because we like to have a good time. Uh, he kept a clean sheet, <laughs> his, his five-minute clean sheet. Uh, and that could very well... Be the last five minutes he ever plays for Nottingham Forest. We'll, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. Bryce Bryce Sambat has to be said he is a hero. Like especially not not so much yeah. he wasn't he wasn't tested much um, in this in this final game, but in the semifinal he I mean came up big in the penalty in the PK shootout. And, yep. And he's just he's just a character. He's so 
Ethan Horvath. Um, I was saying we were at the bar because I, I told you, I think last week, my friend is a, a, a big Nottingham Forest, Forest fan. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mark Faison. And, and uh, he's, and so we went to Smithfield and, and um, uh, so, yeah, it was very exciting. It was fun to see them, to see them succeed. There were some dodgy penalty calls. John Moss, famous English referee, refereed his last game and was not in the mood for any <laughs> to call any penalties <laughs> and or deal with VAR or go to the monitor or check anything. He was like, no, nope. like, I'm old. I'm old school. We're doing it. My That's way. it. Yeah. We're not. I'm not giving uh, it. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, on the video. And I think it was very much. I don't know this, obviously, but it very much felt like, yeah, you don't, because Huddersfield did not, I don't think they had a shot on goal in the second half, even though they were behind, they did not really were very dangerous. And it was like this case of John Moss going like, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve this penalty kick. Um, and I'm not going to give it to you because you're clearly, I mean, in both cases, the person was clearly looking for it, but also in both cases, they had a pretty good case. And, Anyway, Huddersfield, but, uh, formerly coached by German American David Wagner. Yeah, Patrick. former holding midfielder German American Daniel Williams. I'm looking up now. Is Daniel Williams still playing? I can't. Uh, the website's not know. a problem. Not anyway, currently. he used to be at Huddersfield once um, upon a time. Uh, so good on him. Nottingham Forest, by the way, for those who don't know, is one of those great historical English clubs. In the 70s, I think they won three. Cup winners, cups in a row, or something. Yeah, and I remember some yeah. epic. Because uh, uh, I was a I was a Cologne fan in my youth, and uh, I they were some epic uh, epic battles between Cologne and Nottingham Forest. Some Cologne very memorable. Also bigger, bigger uh, also time. bigger than yeah, yeah, much bigger than in the late seventies. They won a title and. Uh, Vol uh, Wolfgang Overath, I believe. Wolfgang Overath, Heinz Flohe. Um, uh, Dieter Müller, uh, Herbert Zimmermann, uh, nice. yeah, who German else? Names. These are, yeah, those are do you all. Want... Hey, Bjorn, do you want another six degrees of Stefan Schütte Bundesliga? Oh, here, so, of course. My dad, course. my dad, my dad was a soccer player in high school and he played for his high school soccer team or whatever it was at the time, obviously not a high school or a gymnasium or however it works. And his team made it all the way to the state final where he lost five to one against a young Wolfgang Overat. Wolfgang oh, Overat wow. was the captain of his high school team who played against my dad's high school team, and he beat them 5-1. to one. So my dad, a young my dad played against a young Wolfgang Overat once upon a time before Wolfgang Overat would have a long, successful career as a Cohen player and a German ah, national team player. Amazing. Uh, yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah, it was a little That's bit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I mean, he's a, he was a legend. He was in the 74 uh, uh, World right. Cup winning... German team and there was also a 72 they won 72 and 74 they won the euros and the world cup twice in a row yeah. i think right in the 70s and that was also the world cup that good i think sat on the bench just because he was a real madrid mm -hmm. player even though so yeah they, yeah they used him before the 74 world cup final in a training match gunter netzer played johan cruyff on the bad boy team Essentially, mm -hmm. they're like, we're going we're gonna to play against a fake Holland. <laughs> so Gunter Netzer played the Johan Cruyff because Johan Cruyff was one of the best players in the world at the time. And so was Gunter Netzer. <laughs> so it's just like, and yeah, I'll do him. So he played he played him in a training. Yeah, and he was like, you're, you're in Spain, really. you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. 
But anyway, sorry. So um, the cone of so Nottingham Forest. Is yeah. So they had some. They had some. Uh, 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 some very good. Uh, some some epic battles in the European Cup and. Um, Tony Woodcock, famous Nottingham Forest player, then went to right. Cologne on a transfer, which at the time, I think it was like 2 million marks, which at the time was the biggest huge. Bundesliga transfer in the in the yeah. Bundesliga history. It was like a huge thing. And I he played... buy you a Trabi these days, but at the no, time, can't get, that can't was even, the can't big even deal. Pay for yeah that doesn't even the, the anyway it's a dead currency yeah 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 anyway and so <laughs> uh, yeah forests were big then and then but now it's been since I think what was it ninety nine or ninety three what was the number or the last time they were in the right. prem so a long a time ago not to, not not that's and uh, so it's yeah. very it's very exciting it's like one of those teams where it's just kind of like Leeds coming back. Right. Like you know, I'm of that. course I'm I'm as a Bochum fan. I'm always uh, uh, I'm always rooting for the Burnleys and the, yeah, the, the Huddersfield or the the those yeah. the kind of scrappy little teams. But it's also nice, you know, it's nice to see these big names come back. Much like in the Bundesliga, we get we're getting uh, uh, Bremen and Schalke back. It's 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 good to see these. Kaiserslautern is back in the second Bundesliga. That's right. That's um, right. Uh, that's I, I another. Love, if I had a billion dollars or whatever, I would probably try to buy up Kaiserslautern or invest. You can't buy a club in Germany, but try to invest because Kaiserslautern is also one of those great historical teams. They were yeah. in the Bundesliga recently. They had the great Fritz Walter, Altmar Walter from the old days. Uh, Miroslav Klose about twenty years ago. Yeah, he's the a Kaiserslautern era. guy. Yeah, and like you know, and the other thing about Kaiserslautern is Kaiserslautern is a very American town because of all the the, the armies there. Whatever, it's like a big army town. So the Americans call it K-Town. There's like 500,000 Americans in Kaiserslautern, mm. which is a large, large population. So I would invest in it, buy it, bring it back to its old glory day, but also have a huge German-American contingent. Maybe get like, you know, make a deal with FC Dallas, bring a bunch of Americans through, and just have it be a cool German-American club, you know, uh, a place where guys like Josh Sargent can fall on their feet, and Matthew Hoppy, and guys like that can land on their feet a little bit. I mean, you, know? you, you, you said you wanted to restore them to their former glory. How are you going to do that with those well, guys? Well, in addition in addition to that, I'm also going to bring a bunch of Germans up. And <laughs> You're also going to bring some people not, who can actually play. Yeah, You okay. can't lean on the Americans, but I'm saying there'll be an aspect to it. I'll make it. All right, American. all right. Well, anyway, they're already back in Bundesliga 2, and Good. which was nice, which is nice to see. That's right. Um, although they they knocked out another another old school club, Dynamo Dresden, so that right. was you know. Anyway, uh, Dynamo Dresden was one of the eastern clubs left, and now they're still in the third division. Yeah, but like, there are so, no eastern clubs real above the third. A division. A little, division. a little sad in that regard. But although, well, except for Union Berlin, Union Berlin. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Anyway, that's that's Europe. That's it. Oh, oh one more time. one. I have one more little bit. A uh, uh, little silly season snippet. It's not going to take long. But last week we were talking about how there were these rumors of Sebastian Schinzelords and Thomas Reis both going to Wolfsburg. Right. And we were sort of speculating that those were just uh, a contract negotiation ploys. But now Sebastian Schinzelords has announced that he is leaving. His contract's running out at the end of the year, not the end of the season, but the end of the year. And he will not return. He will That's not uh, uh, extend it, and he will not return. And uh, there was some, you know, we don't know exactly, but there's some 
that means he's that means he's going somewhere, right? That's got to be what that means. Well, it's unclear what his he has not said why. There's some uh, insinuation that they that he felt you know it's one of those where he feels underappreciated. He can does I, not did not feel. Oh, please cra- transfer. Let's uh, let's go transfer. to uh, Californian uh, transfer expert Stefan Schnitzel to uh, to right. give the behind give give the background. Dankeschön, Dankeschön. Yeah, uh, I am a transfer guru and expert. Uh, transferred I numerous times. I, I, I transferred numerous. I studied many years under the great um, uh, Ivan Gazidis, a former MLS vice president, Arsenal president, <laughs> now Milan president. You know. I've been around. That last part's a lie. I've never met Evan Gazidis, but okay, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just just to be clear, um, usually when they say that, there's a rule that would like you can't really poach someone six months ahead of their contract or something. They probably still do it a lot anyway, uh, but you really can't go public with with what you've put pen to paper to until it's closer to time. So when people say stuff like that, there's a good chance he's already signed a contract somewhere else. Otherwise, why would you go to the press and publicly say? Things like that to say to, to confidently say I don't want to be here anymore and ba 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 ba. I put money on the fact that he's he already knows exactly where he's going and the paperwork has been signed. We just can't announce it yet. So that's just a little yeah. expert advice from a consultant. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, yeah, we don't know exactly what the if what the deal is between the 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 the, the you know powers behind the scenes at Bochum. Um, so this but is the I mean, sports director, real quick. Going, yeah. likely going, saying right. he's leaving the club. And he's done. And I mean, he's just he's he's just he's just in he's just done an exceptional job. Like he he yeah. uh, he engineered the team that that went went up into the Bundesliga. Then he found some players to make them better with no money, and uh, uh, so he's done an exceptional job. So really. When it comes to from from the Bochum perspective, it should just be like you know we'll do whatever you want for you, um, right? Right. But apparently that is not how it went from what I from from what we're hearing. Like there's been, uh, uh, but I don't know. You could also be right. He may already just want to go somewhere else. Because I mean, you're always working with limited resources in Bochum, and it must right. be it must be appealing if there's a prospect to work with uh, an actual budget. So. It's a there may not stone. there may not have stone. been anything that Bochum could have done, and he's right. kind of also quitting, uh, quitting while he's while he's uh, while he's ahead. You know, next season's going to be tough for them. Hey, Daniel Young. Daniel Young. Wow, working here. on a shoestring budget. Oh, Bochum's shoestring budget. Bochum right. is the, the is as shoestring as the budget gets. For those of um, you not in, not in the know, Bochum is part of the Ruhrgebiet. Which is an old, the old coal, like it's where the German industrial, the German Rust Belt, where the Industrial Revolution's from. So naturally, there's a lot of clubs, just like in London, like where the Industrial Revolution happened, a lot of clubs happened. Schalke, Dortmund, a bunch of clubs. Bochum isn't one of those clubs, but it's right in the middle of everything. So, so by, by geographical design, they have to be a smaller club. Because the other clubs yeah. have like. Yeah, Schalke, Schalke, Schalke West is a traditional club and a huge oh. uh, and it has a huge following. To the east, there's Dortmund, and yeah, Bochum is never going to be a big, a, a, a huge, a huge team. To be a and Bochum so fan, always... it's like a range of ten minutes around the stadium. <laughs> like if you're outside right. of ten minutes around that stadium, you're closer to Schalke or Dortmund or any of the other clubs. So like, it's um, it's like a, a very pat, a very small 
all the passionate fan base. Yeah. Which but, means uh, that they always have a shoestring budget. So they're doing such great work um, with, with what they got. Um, yeah, exactly. And so sad to see Sebastian Schinzelort's leave. I hope Thomas Reis is not following right behind him. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next season. Hello, Daniel Young. Welcome. Uh, I am in Poland outside of Robert Lewandowski's house, but I uh, he's leaving. He's leaving Bayern. You heard it here last. <laughs> Daniel, were you with my friend Bjorn? Bjorn, I saw you on TV this week. Oh, I you. yes. I saw you on TV because you were on top of the parking garage where Bruce Arena was. That's right. And you were sitting there watching NYCFC and the New England Revolution going at it in the U.S. Open Cup on yep. Wednesday. Daniel uh -huh. Young, were you at that game? I think you're an NYCFC supporter, right? Maybe you were there. But tell me about the game. I saw you were really into it. The freeze frame I have is you with your arms up in the air going, ah! Yeah, this was after, I think, uh, Maxime Cheneau had a pretty good chance yeah. after a corner skied and like, really skied it. Yeah, it was kind of an odd... Uh, I mean, I love the U.S. Open Cup. The U.S. Open Cup is an underappreciated American treasure. I think it's as old as yeah. the English FA Cup. Older, and uh, 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 and you know it it old. has it it ha it gives opportunities for a lot of pretty obscure teams um, to get some you know get a get a shot against the bigger Omaha? guys and Omaha Union FC. yeah Union Omaha oh. beat Minnesota United on the road uh, I think Sacramento Republic also made it pretty is far. that an homage they... is that an homage to Union Berlin by the way Union yeah. Omaha I don't know. I'm Maybe. not sure. I don't know anything about them, except that they beat Minnesota. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I love the Open Cup. And, uh, um, uh, you know, NYCFC doesn't have a stadium, so they play their Open Cup games at well, Belsen okay. Stadium. You're going to, to Red Bull Arena next, next round. Which is, uh, yeah, next time we'll, we'll play on the road at RBA. Um, so we play at this, at this turf, at this yeah, turf field while well, you are hosting. So that's why... Uh, we're always hosting when it comes to us to us playing. Yeah, we always host. Um, so uh, anyway, it was on some like you're saying it's on top of a parking garage at St. John's um, field. NYCFC two plays there, and uh, so it was an odd game because uh, Bruce Arena did not want to be there as as predicted. He said afterwards that he did not think uh, he did not think that it was good to play there, and uh, on the, the parking garage. And I guess in response to this, he ran out an absolute second second team. Right. Um, I mean, there's always some rotation, but at, at this point, we're in the you know round of sixteen. It's no longer the early the early rounds, so there's some and and NYCFC had a pretty good lineup. Also, some rotation. We played. Not all the stars. Maxi Morales didn't uh, didn't make the trip. Tati came off the bench late, and uh, but it was still uh, same for Santi Rodriguez. Who, um, but it was still a pretty good team, and so I expected them. Just seeing the what who New England was running out, I thought we would crush them, and it was definitely a very dominant performance but it didn't in 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 regulation there was no there were no goals and they also weren't a ton of uh great chances even though there was a lot of sort of zippy passing and a lot of and definitely pretty dominant uh, uh 
pretty much dominating New England. New England did not have a ton of uh, didn't have a ton of chances, but it took us to overtime, which upset. You know, my 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 friends who were with me had sort of scoped out uh, uh, a place called the Sheik Shack, which was like a shawarma. <laughs> A shawarma, a shawarma, yeah, like a a chic shack, and which got great reviews. So we were like, oh, we got to check out the shawarma falafel situation there. And because the game went to overtime and the the chic shack closes at 10, we did not get to do that. But um, anyway, uh, in overtime, it had a happy ending. Santi Rodriguez. Uh, scored off the bench, and so we f- we won the game one one zero. And I tried to invade the pitch. I've been seeing all these in England. There's been all these pitch invasions lately. So you, there's been so like after every. So I was like, I was like, let's go. There's a tiny fence. There's like three <laughs> overweight security guides. We can we can uh, uh, we can take those. And so I had my Get foot on the there. fence and was waving at people to follow me and. Everybody was just like, "What are you doing?" So I, I so abandoned. The, I abandoned the evasion invasion. You gotta, you gotta say that for the final. You gotta say that for the quarterfinals. That'll be a bigger event. This is that. what I. This is what I was saying. It's like I mean, we said after the Everton game in England, people invaded the pitch, and Patrick Vieira had to fight somebody. Oh, right. And uh, yeah, there's all kinds of in England. People just kind of go nuts. And in <laughs> France, there was some some video. Right. Which was next level, where where an extra crazy level. Yeah. AS Saint Etienne uh, got relegated, and it was like it was like a war zone. the 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 yeah, fans the fans fired rockets and explosive towards the tunnel as the team was no. leaving, and so that was like crazy. Anyway, people are so extra rowdy these days. My takeaway, my takeaway was like next time. I'll I'll invade. I mean, if everybody's doing it, we should bring, too, bring a rocket. Bring a rocket with you. Especially I'm not looking today. Especially I I'm, I'm not today. looking to hit anybody. Well, anyway, it's uh it's not a thing in America. But if you're gonna hit anybody, hit them today. Because you know what today is that we didn't even bring up all day today. It's Memorial today Day. Today is Memorial Day in the United States, where where we commemorate the idea of Americans killing our parents and our grandparents and things like that. And it's a lovely. Lovely, lovely holiday where we never forget all the sacrifices we did and we made and our soldiers and our troops. Um, and it's a fun uh, day for us immigrants and descendants like me uh, because uh, we have our foot in both histories. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going to bring rockets to the game, rockets, red glare, if you're going to do it any day, do it on Memorial Day. Or July Fourth. That's it. Or let let the stadium shoot the All rockets. Right. Yeah, that's it. Don't bring your own rockets. Fair point. Don't bring your own rockets. But uh, New York Red Bulls beat Charlotte three one. No problemo. We didn't struggle like you guys did. Uh, and then New York Red Bulls had a confident four one win over the weekend against DC United. Four one baby against our real rivals, yeah, yeah, the yeah, DC yeah. Scum. Uh, and then we have a fun quarterfinal game: the New York Red Bulls versus the NYCFC. Mm, uh, yeah. Daniel Young did not attend, but he's going to the Colorado game. But he yeah. had finals. He had finals. Daniel Young, if you're still on, what are you studying? You're a student. What are you studying? What are you a student of? We'll find out. Uh, we'll find um, out at some point. Uh, yeah, who's who's in the who's number one since you're bringing up results? Who's who's top of the East these days? Oh, top. I think it's LAFC. Top of the West. You said. 
think it's no LAFC. top of the east top of the east top of the west is LAFC. It's lafc yeah yeah well, i'm actually and looking right now i don't know who to, it is it is LAFC. but who's but who's by, top by of the margin, east like four though. points i don't know who cares the east who's top of the east uh it is by only one point not the four point margin with a my, game in my, hand my, my with a game with a game in hand <laughs> right okay okay so what's cfc and who is their game in hand against with oh, colorado right you guys are playing colorado uh well, you guys are having the game for another two weeks is no there, because it's international yeah. it's international break. oh right we have usa morocco tomorrow we are going to talk a little bit more about more. the first place team in the east new york city okay. fc I've we're now three before. points in the supporters shield i'm just gonna this i'm not gonna go gonna too say, long but it has to be we have to be we're second in the supporters shield. we're three points behind again with a game yeah. in hand game in hand so, against the mighty colorado, colorado against Rapids. the mighty colorado we are now averaging two points for the season which we have never done as a team we just finished the best month in the history of the team we had eight games in the month of May. Eight games, seven wins, one draw. We nice. gave up one goal in the entire in the entire month, and that was against Rochester in the U.S. Open Cup in a three-one victory. That was the only goal we gave up. We currently have six. We're on a six-game shutout streak, which only nice. four teams have done that in the history of MLS. The last time that happened was with the, the Galaxy. America's in 2009 fifth choice goalkeeper yeah with america's fifth choice goalkeeper so love that. well he called he got called back in now i don't understand sean johnson also gets no respect he was great because that shutout streak was under under attack there were some it was close uh, uh against minnesota on on uh, saturday and sean johnson really made some incredible saves and then uh, got subsequently got called back in not because he was so good but because zach stefan who Sean Johnson is better is better than? Oh, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I think that I would. I always thought that I had to. If I when, when, when they when 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 Zach Stefan when Zach Stefan was at Columbus, I would have not traded him for Sean Johnson. Right. right. I thought Sean Johnson was the better of the two. I'm not saying you know. But Man City is like, oh, we'll buy this guy for four million dollars, and they did it. Or. That was, such a, was. that was such a that was such a that was such a shock I, to me. If, anyway, if so, I run under the field, I'm going to run under the field. I'm a ZDF reporter. I go straight up to um, what's his face? What's your coach's name again? Ronnie Dyla. Ronnie Dyla. I run up to Ronnie Dyla and be like, Ronnie Dyla. Wow, uh, what was up with letting that goal up against Rochester in that one tie <laughs> this month? Like what? Could have had. Could have had a. Sh- Could have had like, all the lucky, whole. All- how lucky was your? How lucky has your streak been? You, should you be expecting more ties coming forward? That's the question I would say as as a anyway. Side yeah, line. exactly. And then Ronnie Dyla would tell you to fuck off. Hopefully, yeah, we'd walk <laughs> off. So Daniel Young is pursuing a master's in higher education administration. God bless you, Daniel, doing the good work. And it says, and he's really excited against. Uh, he, he says the Red Bulls have been playing great. We have been. I think we're playing great. And he's really excited to see how our pressing style will play against NYCFC possession style. Very Man City Liverpool. I think the New York Red Bulls and NYCFC have a very Man City yeah. Liverpool sort of vibe going on. It'll be yeah. The first the first time we play each other is going to be in the Open Cup in 
I think July, die, June, baby. June, June twenty second, and we do not have, we do not have a good track record historically against uh, the Red Bulls in the against Open the Cup. Um, Neither does Man I think we've played Liverpool. them three times and lost all three in the Open. It's you know you you have to I guess it's the same as this game against New England. It sort of depends on on you know what the lineups are going to be like but at this point we're in the quarterfinals man we got to play you got to play the yeah we're playing you're playing got to play full strength um we've never, we've never won the u.s open cup we could use some silverware we lost to chicago fire in the finals in 2000 i think and that was the first time we we're gonna get silverware it was really exciting but we lost to bob bradley chicago fire um but yeah anyway i just wanted to i just wanted to point that out it's been an incredible month for nycfc and it does see and in the 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 only points dropped were were uh <laughs> uh zero were a scoreless tie at home against kansas city and uh yeah i mean and it doesn't even the thing is it doesn't even look like this team is really running at full strength it seems like there's could still could still get better the fullback we have you know these these uh, a lot of um the fullbacks have been hurt and so we've been missing some people and like if if Anton Tinnerholm comes back at anything close to full strength uh i mean this yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh it was a great month and it deserves to be appreciated not just by uh, fans like me clubs are happening yeah, yeah. NYCFC doing great. We get it. Okay. We have other clubs to talk about. Austin are having a great season. They had a bad game on the weekend against the Galaxy, but overall they're having a great season. FC Dallas, Real well, Salt Lake. But are they? Okay. Yeah, LAFC are the best league team in the league right now, which is good. Good for them. Good on them. Wait, the other what? Thing I want to talk about. How is LAFC the, the best team in MLS right now? Because they're top of the table and they have the best record right now. We can talk about CFC. I know you have a game in hand, but even if you were to win. I mean, you could, you would be equal in points. So, uh, the, we've got the, the, the better FCs, goal differential. The new the the new New York and the LA teams are both doing well. Good on you. MLS loves the fact they have a successful team in New York and LA. They've been waiting for years for that. They got it. Um, and uh, good on them. Good on them. But you know what else has been going on in LA that I'm trying to get more involved with is Angel City FC. A very exciting oh yeah club. yeah yeah yeah. I'm mm-hmm. seeing jerseys. I was at a big barbecue. I bought. I got people a, went to I the own Angel a, City game. I own yeah. a shirt. I own an Angel City FC shirt. Really? Where did where did uh, where did you get that shirt from? Who did you steal it? From? Um, I uh, it was it was uh, gifted to me from someone. Yeah, it's from, very nice. From, it's a black from Julie Foudy or from uh, <laughs> no, what's nobody, her face? The, uh, nobody, the nobody famous, nobody famous. Oh. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it. You know, I think the whole their whole branding is is quite nice. And yeah, no, it's and good. it's a thing. People are going. There was a lot of people. I think it was almost a full house on opening weekend. Like it's a thing. I'm seeing the jerseys around here. I've and been I'm wanting. Like, I need to go see what's going on over at Angel City FC. I need to go check. It I've out. been trying. Uh, I've been trying to go out to see Gotham. Uh, Gotham, Gotham just play beat at Angel RBA. City yeah. FC. They just beat that yesterday. They, the game was Gotham versus um, uh, Angel City, and I think Gotham had a 1-0 win over them. Right? Yeah. So good on you, Gotham. I remember the old Sky Blue FC days, and I wanted to go, but it was a three-hour one-way yeah, it's very, trip because it was out in New Jersey, and there was no, I had to take a bus. I just didn't know how to get to that stadium. Um, but I think yeah, they play at Red Bull Arena now, right? So Yeah, so, now it's you know, yeah now it's Red Bull Arena. I almost bought season tickets earlier earlier this year, but, you know – between NYCFC and NYCFC two, 
But I do. It does right. seem cool. I also was very excited when uh, when Ellie Long joined the team. She is really one of my favorites in terms of her. You know, I love a defensive midfielder, and she right. is she is that. And uh, but Kristen she's Pass. out. But oh, she's she currently is? out because she had a baby. So oh, uh, she's on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, there's a player named Endo who's crushing Angel City FC, which is so funny. Because of how much I've heard Endo this past week. That's the third Endo I've heard. Yeah, yeah. And Endo saved Stuttgart. Endo mm-hmm. saved Leeds, right? Or am I wrong? There's an Jack, Endo Harrison. Jack Harrison. Oh, Jack saved Harrison saved Leeds. But there's two Endos. There's an Endo at Stuttgart, and I think there was an Endo somewhere there's else. An endo, there was an Endo on Toronto. Berlin. There was an Endo on Toronto about Isn't a there an Endo back. at Union Berlin? I don't remember. Perhaps. Two endos. Perhaps. This, is a, this is the third endo. Angel City FC has an endo. has been crushing it. So good on you, endos. Keep it going. Keep, Daniel keep Young Daniel Young saying that NYCFC's opponents get tougher from here, though. I yes. Mean, yes. Yes and no. But 13 clubs over I, think, uh, I think that's true to some extent. But we also have already done a lot of – there's not a lot of like – you know, sometimes you have in the schedule you have these road games that are kind of obvious – uh, uh, obvious losses, but we've already done like the trip to LA, the trip to Vancouver. There's not, I think there's one, uh, I think Dallas is the farthest we, we travel from here on out. And so, I mean, it's going to get, it's going to get the system schedule is tight. There's a lot of games and, and if Tati leaves, all bets are off. I'm not saying, I'm not saying we're going to crush everybody, but this, this was a good month. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Hope Do you want it? Should going. I recount some more stats? Would you like to hear me save some more stats? No, about no. It? I think we need to end our podcast pretty soon. <laughs> our special Memorial Day podcast. I love you except NYCFC. Enjoy the good times because there's always going to be bad times. You feel the bad times. Enjoy the good times. Appreciate it. I love yeah. it. That's the exactly. idea of being a fan. Exactly. And so you wanted to s- and soccer. We you wanted to say a little bit about the U.S. Men's National Team. U.S. Morocco. Uh, not much, just so we got a couple games coming up. Uh, uh, Haji Wright, you're up. Let's see what you got. Uh, other <laughs> than that, guy. other than that, next, next man yeah. up. Other than that, I just want him to play good, confident soccer. There's not much we're going to get out of this round. It's a couple of friendlies. It's what, Morocco and Uruguay, which are two good opponents, but they're friendlies. And then it's Granada and Honduras, right? Or Granada and El Oh, is that that's no, for Granada the early for the early Nations League? Thing? And I'm like, there's a more competitive but less interesting opponent. You know what I mean? El so Salvador. Like, Wait, is it El Salvador or Honduras? Well, hold know. on, it's one or the other. I'm I'm gonna look now. Yeah, I know one um, of them is Grenada, and that should be no cost at all. Maybe that gets a Sean Johnson game, a Sean John game. What uh, the disrespect? Sure. So it's Morocco at home. Um, Uruguay. And then Uruguay at home, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're all at home. Then Granada and El Salvador, right? El Salvador, yeah, that's the Nations League. El Salvador is on the road; that is not at home. So, so, to go to so that'll be probably their toughest challenge of all. Because last time they went to El Salvador a few months ago for the World Cup, it was a zero zero, was a, t- a hard fought zero zero draw. Yeah, I mean so Granada. All, all I want to see, all I want to see, is the U.S. not reinvent the freaking wheel every game. I want him to hold the ball, pass it confidently, pass it up front, make opportunities happen, and score some freaking goals is what I want to see. I want to see a happy, free-flowing Christian Pulisic that isn't trying to take on the whole team by himself. I want him to take the ball, then pass the ball, and then receive the ball. I want him to move the ball. I don't want him to just take it and run against the team that we've seen so much. 
So, you know, I just want to see the bonding to continue as they enter the World Cup prep. This is the last big group. And then they have, I think, another international window in September. And then it's the World Cup. And the World Cup comes fast. The league yep. games end eight days before the opening game, which is very tight. That, that used to never be. Yeah, yeah. It's usually like three weeks or something between at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be very hard to to predict what's gonna happen. Um, I predict some weird results. It's also in a weird environment because the heat and stuff like that. So I predict I predict to be kind of like like the Korea Japan tournament was full of weird results. A lot of weird results. Yeah. Because they had to pu- pull the tournament early to avoid Asian raising rainy season. So a lot of the European teams were just exhausted and just not ready. Where where like teams like well, I mean, Brazil people shouldn't be quite as. Uh, uh shouldn't be quite as tired they get you know you get the summer off and then it's like it's basically like a late inter yeah i don't know who knows we'll I see don't know. Be i mean like i said i would love for them the whole summer off but they're about to do three weeks of games so it's like they're not on and then preseason starts july right so well i'm talking about the european i'm talking about the right. european players yeah. yeah germany doesn't have any games coming up do they no, yeah. Uh, yeah, they do have the nations. So yeah, we're playing Italy oh, and England. Games. Italy and yeah. England. Yeah, more and nations. Like France, more right? Italy. I, I think they're playing a small minnow and then three giants or something. I forgot. I should have. Um, Is Germany, Italy? Yeah, Germany, England. I think, and then I think they're playing San Marino or something. But then they're also playing like France or Belgium or Spain. I forgot what the next one was. It's Germany. Italy, England, Hungary. Italy again. Yeah, oh yeah, that's tough. That is a tough, that's much tougher than Granada and El Salvador. So that's going to be a tough string of games. But again, it goes back to the thing of like, shouldn't they be resting right now? Do we really need to see these games? The World Cup's in a couple of months. Well, uh, but they you know. also need to, I mean, they need to get ready for the World Cup. I mean. All right. All right. Well, I wish them the best. When is Germany? Is that tomorrow? Uh, Germany, England. Uh, is Saturday. Ne- next week or next. next oh, no, it's England. In seven days. Uh, the so seventh. No, the England game is the seventh of June. Got it. And then they have. I mean, who's Germany playing? What's Germany's next game? Germany is playing Italy on Saturday. On Saturday, and then They're playing England on Tuesday, and then Hungary that following Saturday, then Italy uh, in the middle of the month, the fourteenth. The following Tuesday. Tuesday. Which is Tuesday. Yeah, that's a tough string of games. And then for crying out loud, mid-June, go get some rest. All the Germans will fly to Florida or whatnot or, or Mallorca. Just relax. Relax your legs. Christian Pulisic will be down in Miami on his boat with his girlfriend or whatnot. Get some rest, Junga. Junga, get some Junga. rest. Junga. Junga. I mean, for the for the American players, so many injuries. So, yeah. Yeah, they, everybody uh, in general. It's adding up. It's adding up. Yeah, go rest. So, Weston McKenney. Please have a good summer of recovery. We need your legs back. You played a couple trash minutes, but you know, like our players need Giovanni Reina. Oh, the clock is ticking, young Junga. The clock is ticking. Gotta get fit. Uh, gotta get fit. Oh, so sad. And still number the number nine spot still open. Um, so USA Morocco today. Moral of the story: I want to see a confident game. I want to hold the ball. I want to be dominant. I want them to to pass the ball well, and I want them to take risks. I want them, I want to have a lot of goal scoring opportunities. I want them to right. score two goals. And I want them to have between five and ten good chances. That's what I want to see. All right. That's what I want to see. All so right. We'll see. It. We'll see it. All right. Is That's that it. Is it all, Bjorn? 
This has been another week. Whatever the heck this podcast is, the Schnitzel Boys podcast, the German Schnitzel Cultural Musings uh, with the Schnitzel Boys. The Schnitzel Boys uh, talking about very obscure uh, NYCFC soccer slash European soccer. (laughs) Random things. We're going to expand our MLS base. We got, we got. We got, we're, we're building up we're building up correspondence. We got national correspondent. I'm in LA. I'm gonna try to do more LA stuff. We're building Saudi up. Saudi Mane. Um, next next week I'll be at Saudi Mane's house to see if he's yeah. coming to Bayern. Yeah. Daniel Young says the summer is very important for preparation. Okay, uh, duly noted. Duly noted. Uh, they will be very busy next month. True, true. So I wish them all the best. Okay, uh, tell your friends like and subscribe and rate and review and boop 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 boop. We're here next Monday, every Monday, Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Schnitzel Boys. Tschüss and auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss, macht's gut. Tschüss. Bis nächste Woche.